0: ZH 545. thy flood from sin defend us when we go astray astray, astray. blessed Blessed Jesus, Jesus blessed Jesus See us, poor and sinful though we be, Thou hast mercy to relieve us, soon to cleanse and to free, blessed Jesus.
1: Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you for this opportunity to meet again and study your word. Lord, as we are about to study this devotion today, please teach us in all things you only need to see. This is our prayer to Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The devotion for today, September 15, Aranatha, the four winds loosed, Hot not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. Revelation chapter seven verse three. Angels are built in the world, refusing Satan his claims to supremacy, made because of the vast multitude of his adherents. We hear not the voices, we see not the natural sight, the work of these angels, but their hands are linked about the world, and with sleepless vigilance they are keeping the armies of Satan at bay until the sealing of God's people shall be accomplished. John sees the elements of nature, earthquake, tempest, and political strife represented as being held by four angels. These winds are under control until God gives the word to let them go. There is the safety of God's church. The angels of God do his bidding, holding back the winds of the earth, that the winds should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree, until the servants of God should be sealed in their foreheads. The present is a time of overwhelming interest to all living. Rulers and statesmen, men who occupy positions of trust and authority, thinking men and women of all classes have their attention fixed upon the events taking place about us. They are watching the strained, restless relations that exist among the nations. They observe the intensity that is taking possession of every earthly element, and they realize that something great and decisive is about to take place, that the world is on the verge of a stupendous crisis. Angels are now restraining the winds of strife until the world shall be warned of its coming doom. But a storm is gathering, ready to burst upon the earth, And when God shall bid his angels loose the winds, there will be such a scene of strife as no pen can picture. A moment of respite has been graciously given us of God. Every power lent us of heaven is to be used in doing the work assigned us by the Lord for those who are perishing in ignorance. The warning message is to be sounded in all parts of the world. A great work is to be done. And this work has been entrusted to those who know the truth for this time. Amen.
2: So the first thing I want to take note of here is the four winds, what they represent. They have been... Different things people will say the four winds represent, but it's carefully, clearly delineated for us here in the second paragraph. It says, John sees the elements of nature, that is, earthquake, tempest, and political strife, represented as being held by four angels. Revelation says, and I saw four angels holding what? the four winds. But the Spirit of rest is telling us that that thing represents what they were actually holding, as in what was being held by these four angels, is earthquake, tempest, and political strife, which represents the four winds. And the purpose for which they were holding it is so that the message can go round. Somebody can say, no, they are holding it so that the Sunday law will come. Is the Sunday law they are holding. And once the Sunday law is released, that means they release the four winds. No the reason they are holding the four winds is so that the message can go round. and when it is it, it has, the third angel's message has gone round the world, then they release the four winds then there will be such, like it says there in the second to the last paragraph of this devotional that angels are now restraining the winds of strife, which is earthquake, tempest political strife until the world shall be warned of its coming doom but a storm is gathering Ready to burst upon the earth, and when God shall bid his angels lose the four winds, there will be such a scene of strife as no pen can picture. In the other devotions, we've also seen the same thing, the previous ones, that it has been repeated that the four winds, what they're actually holding, what the angels are holding, is actually political strife and these uh, elements of nature. That's what they are holding. Of course, another reason why the four winds are being held. says the angels of God do his bidding, holding back the winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree, until the servants of God should be sealed in, the forehead, in their foreheads. So, of course, what they are waiting for is for the sealing to be complete. But it is that message, the third angel's message, that actually brings about the sealing. So, in one sense, they are holding the four winds for the third angel's message to go around, because it is that message that will bring about the ceiling. And once it has gone around to accomplish its work, then they will um, release four winds. The reason I'm pointing it out is because of the teaching about that it is actually Sunday Lord they are waiting for. The fact is that the Sunday Lord will come. And when it comes, they will still be giving the third angel's message. And people will still be sealed. Therefore, the four winds have not yet been released. It is true that we've seen a quote, I think Testimonies Volume 7, that says that that says that the Sunday law is part of the four winds, but we know that even the plagues, and why it says that we are even getting droplets of the plagues now, doesn't mean that the seven plagues have come. So even when the Sunday law comes, we are told that it is a part of the four winds, but it is not in and of itself the four winds. The Sunday law is not in and of itself the four winds that are being that is being held back, because some people are saying that what they are actually holding back is the Sunday law. It's not the Sunday law that has been held back since 1844 because the angels are holding the four winds since 1844. What they are actually holding is this strife. The purpose is so that the message can go around Because it's will not be able to go around in all this earthquake and uh, tempest and political strife. And God's will not be able to see it under such conditions. So that's why they are holding the four winds. So that God's people can be sealed. And I reiterate, Sunday law will take place. And yet, the message of the third angel will still be going around even when the Sunday law has been put to be in the U.S. Yet the third message will going around. People will be sealed until the message has finally gone around and people have decided. That's what the control says. said. But the people have decided where they stand, either on the Sabbath or Sunday. Then the third angel's message closes and then the winds, the four winds will be
3: released. I think also um, the the sunday law is, is is like a boost for the italian justice to even finish because without the sunday law um the, the people of God will not see the need to pray for power upon letter <clears throat> as much as they will pray for it when uh, these agitations are not there look back in history you see that it was when the sunday lobby was passed in america in Australia and so many areas uh, that uh, the people of God were in that, they, that brought Seventh Adventist to the front and their messages to the front and the people began to listen to them. So the same way as we have read somewhere in the Marantha devotionals that uh, movements are on the taking place that will make bring about Seventh Adventist to the front with their peculiar message. And what movement is there that will bring them to the front, if not Sunday law and any other kindred law that will be antagonistic to God's law. So the Sunday law and every other law that are to God's law within this context will aid and boost the movement of the third angel's message and also <clears throat> aid in closing it when the time comes. Is that Yes,
0: please.
2: I'm
0: saying,
2: when that Sunday law wanting to be published will will the ceiling still be going on or will will the doors of heaven be closed okay yes the ceiling will still be going on during the time the sunday law will be passed that is the reason why the devotion we read say yesterday says or the before yesterday says probation goes on note provision closes unnoticed if, whenever the, the, the four winds are released, probation has closed. You understand? When the four winds are released, it's a signify, it signifies that probation has closed. Now, if the Sunday law is really the four winds, that means we will know when probation closes. When they pass Sunday law, then we can say, ah, probation has closed. Some people say that it closes for seven-day Adventists at the Sunday law. Well, I would... I'm not saying it's not true, but I would like to see a quote for that. I've never seen any quote that says when the Sunday law is passed. I don't know if anybody here has seen it, Jude. Have you seen anything like that? But you've heard it being taught. I think that
1: the Sunday law being attached, there is an attachment I'm yet to find uh, between the Sunday law and probation the close of probation for the church. I don't I don't know, but I've heard I've heard it before.
2: Same with every other person here. We've all heard it before, but like every time I've heard it, I've always yeah. asked for the quote until now I have not seen it. So to your question, yes, the ceiling will still be going on when the Sunday law is passed. Like I said, if not, then there will be a time for us to know that probation has closed. Because from everything we read in the Spirit of Rest, it didn't tell us that we will know when probation closes for Seventh-day Adventists. It says, no, probation will close, and it will go unnoticed. Nobody will know. Whether for Seventh-day Adventists or for the world, nobody will know, because we are part of the world. We are inside the world. So, nobody knows when it's going to close, whether for Adventists or not. And Sunday law, would uh, the ceiling will still go on after Sunday law has been passed.
3: I think it is true that God has said uh, that at the time towards the end of the message, towards the close of the message, that God will call up individuals from the plough, from the marketplace and uh, and put them into his vineyard to work. But this does not mean that his church has been taken away because he has said he is one that established uh, the church to carry the the message to all lands. At the time of the latter rain, when power is given from one high to build the world properly as it should be to prepare the world for the harvest uh, it is not said that catholics or uh, any other pentecostals do that he said that god's people who are believing the commandments of god and the faith of jesus will do that and who are those who are keeping the commandments of god and the faith of, the faith of jesus seventh day Adventist. So I think everyone should remove the mind. Everyone of us should take away our mind from anything like close of probation for Seventh-day I don't think that's a biblical teaching, personally. I don't think also that's a SOP teaching, except if I'm showing a quote which I've been looking for and have not seen. So, but let us focus on the thing that every one of us individually have our probation. We don't know when we are going to die. That's our own end of probation. Then the general clause of probation is the one that we know the Bible have said, it will come as a thief in the night. When the Lord will say, he that is filthy, let him be filthy, he that is holy, let him be holy, still. especially we ourselves. When the world, um, when it is going to pass on notice, as the question I have said before.
2: Amen. You haven't cleared that issue. I think for me what's most important is this
3: last paragraph
2: a moment of respite has been graciously given us of God every power lent us of heaven is to be used in doing the work assigned us by the Lord for those who are perishing in ignorance the warning message is to be sounded in all parts of the world a great work is to be done this work has been entrusted to those who know the truth for this time so what I like or what I want to take note of there is that a moment of respite has been graciously given to me. Of course, to all of us here too, but it's unfortunate that many times, uh, for me, every moment matters, every second, every minute, every hour. And I ask myself, did I use this time? Because the time was given graciously to me to be used for two things, to prepare myself for this time that is coming and to also give the message to others as somebody who has been privileged to have a knowledge of this thing. It says, The warning message is to be sounded in all parts. The great work is to be done by those who it has been entrusted to know the truth for this time. I have known the truth for this time. That means I am now. Be, I have now been entrusted to give this message to the world and also prepare myself. May God have mercy on us because if you look at how time is spent, because every, every moment that we have has been graciously... Is a moment of respite that has been graciously given to us for two purposes alone. Prepare yourself and prepare others. So I now need to ensure that every decision I'm making, every time I'm spending, it is geared towards preparing others. How does this work? We have read in Christ Object Lessons, chapter was it 25 we were in that time, 25 about the talents. These talents have been given to us. When we looked at the talent of time, the talent of strength, we saw that there was a place she said that eternal, as in life, is too sacred to be used for temporal things. But yet, God expects us to glorify Him or uh, use our time for these temporal things. And for what purpose? So that in the, in the performance of the temporal things of life, that's, our religion is made up of Spiritual and temporal things. And in these temporal things is where we develop character. The spiritual is devotion. That's our devotion as we are doing now. But after this, there's still the temporal things to do. In these temporal things, I need to be sure that everything I'm engaging in my work, the skills I'm acquiring, are skills that are developing my character and that are not skills that are taking me away from God. So I can learn any skill at all as far as it's, useful to someone else. And since it's useful to someone else, I can also use it to get uh, um, what it means now. To be used both for myself and for the furthering of the work of God. Where does things like uh, work come in? Since we see every moment has been given to graciously given for you to prepare. It doesn't mean now that oh, I should be reading my Bible all day and praying all day. No. That is there are two parts devotion and the temporal things. While I am walking, I will still pray. But in the work, I should ensure that every work that I'm doing is still use I'm still using it to prepare others and also prepare myself. Now we are learning, we are doing podcasts, we are learning web design, we are even trying to do other works that are existing. Why? So that you can get means both to sustain yourself and to also push the work forward. We should not have any selfish plans at this time. There was never a time for selfish plans. Does that mean now that because you don't have selfish plans then you cannot still venture to do things? No. But ensure that in all your venture, in all your ambition, it is not selfish. Instead, you are trying to see how you can use these things for the work of God and for the forging of the gospel then other things will come up now does that so since every moment has been given to prepare myself you should not have an unbalanced mind and say oh that means I should not have a house or build a house that is wrong to build a house no it's not wrong or it's wrong to own a land because we are supposed to be in country living now you could be living with somebody or you could even have your own but you know why you are doing it now it's not the same reason the world is doing it you can get a car yes but you should ensure that your reason for doing it is not that selfish reason that the world has but you're looking at how it will develop your character and also prepare others you can marry you can have children but always have in mind that if I cannot see how this thing is going to help me prepare if I see that the time is not being used It's not going to be helping me prepare for the coming of Christ and also to prepare others. Then, don't even engage in it. But as long as you can see it as a tool to prepare yourself, then by every means, grab every tool that will prepare you for the coming of Jesus Christ.
4: The second to last Paragraph talks about angels and now Restraining the winds of strife. And the word I see here, restraining, reminds me of Genesis. I think we can remember Genesis chapter 6 where God says that, 6 verse 3, the Bible says that, And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with whom? Man. And um, the Bible says that God saw, in the same place, verse 5, God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. That every imagination of his, the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. I want to believe that the work of the Spirit is not only in the hearts of the wicked, it's also in the hearts of God's children. What is he restraining us to do? Manifesting self. While the ceiling is going on, I believe that God is God cannot place His seal on anybody who acts from selfish motives, or who does not subject him or herself to the principles of God. So, our imaginations, our thoughts need to be evaluated to make sure that the spirit of God will not be striving with us in vain, because. Like we've been told, the moment of respite has been given to Usabi mm-hmm. for a particular purpose. We need to get acquainted with ourselves. Know what God is trying to do with our, in our hearts. I, I want to read this commentary here, this Bible commentary, in Volume 7 of Bible commentary, page 969. I just want to read, I want us to look carefully. It talks about our natural traits need to be overcome before the seal of God can be placed in us, on us. So it reads that speaking of Satan, it says he fell for the same reason that thousands are falling today because of an ambition to be first, an unwillingness to be under restraint. The Lord will teach man the lesson that though united in church capacity, he is not saved until the seal of God is placed upon him. I continue reading. The Lord has a work for us all to do. And if the truth is to be rooted in the heart, I'll I'll read again that line. And if the truth is not rooted in the heart, how? If the natural traits of character are not transformed by the Holy Spirit, we can never be co-laborers with Jesus Christ. self will constantly appear and the character of Christ will not be manifested in our lives. So what are we learning? We are learning that Christ's character has to be manifested in our own lives. But what is the obstacle we are going to have? Self. So what is the Holy Spirit going to help us to do? Restrain. Stop self from manifesting. The Holy Spirit will always be suggesting to you Hey! Don't say that word. That word you want to say now is abusive. That word now you are trying to say is disrespectful. Is it's sensual? It's a joke. It's careless. Don't say it, and you will be fighting. Oh, if I say this joke now, everybody will clap for me now. If I say that word now, that guy will know that he has he has jammed a very tough guy. You know that the the, the, the you want to present self as a character of self. You want to show now not Christ. Who would say if they, uh, the Bible will say that if they, if the Bible would say, if they slap you in one cheek, you should turn what? To the other. But you will not want to say, lie, lie. I will show him that I can also do what? Slap him. While the Bible will say if they ask you to go one mile, go how many miles? Two. Now the Bible also says that foolish talks and jesting should not be heard from who? From, it should not be even named among us. But then we have comedies, we have... Agodai, we have basket Mount, we have all these things that people share to us on our WhatsApp or our Facebook. We steal into these things. And why you're trying to steal in the Holy Spirit will be telling you, restraining you. Christ cannot be partaker of this thing. Do you imagine Christ going for a comedy show? He can't go there. He saw a football game. Which side is he going to choose? Manchester or Arsenal? Where do you find him in the in the team? And when we pray to we say they pray to God of soccer, who is God going to favor? After all the lies and kicking about and the rest of them. So what I'm trying to bring before us is that we have traits of character that may not be in line with Christ's character. And the Holy Spirit will be fighting, trying to restrain us so that the character of Christ will be what? Manifested. We should not let the effort of the Holy Spirit to be where? In vain. To be in vain. Because we have a time. The ceiling time and uh, the, the, the four winds are being held so that we would master. Or reproduce the life of Christ. That's the purpose of the sin. So let us not miss the mark for any any reason. And I pray that God will really help us to this effect in Jesus. Mm-hmm.
3: <clears throat> <clears throat> While Borasike was speaking about service, I was uh, thinking about uh, the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. You know, he was talking about devotion and service. Devotion and service. The first part of the commandment is devotion to God indeed. While the second part of the commandment is service to God. Devotion and service. Hello. How am I going to know that I really love God when I love my neighbor as myself? John says, how can one say he loves God when he, the God who he has not seen, and then does not love his brother whom he sees? How come the love of God dwells in him? The only way that God proves that we love him is when we go and love our neighbors ourselves. Now, how do we love our neighbors ourselves? We go and walk. When you are walking, you are actually loving your neighbors yourself. Why? You are walking because you want to have money to help help others. You want to have money to bring the gospel to others who do not have it. You want to have money to help the fatherless, the widow, the orphan, whosoever that needs that help. You are giving your strength, your time, your influence to... Uh, the, the furtherance of the truth amongst men. When you are doing so, you are loving your neighbors. You are keeping the commandments. Over. That's how he wants us to keep it. That's how he wants us to keep it. Because when you are engaged in active service with individuals uh, for individuals, unselfishly, you will not think of murder. Especially when you are devoted to God. You are not, think, not thinking of stealing from them. Even a hidden who is devoted to his service that uh, he is giving, you see that his way, he relates to the person who gives him that service, as if the person is his own um, brother, he tries to guard the interest of that individual. That is loving your say, for selfless, and if they continue to do that, God will save them in that. So, uh, just briefly, I, I'm saying that that is indeed the keeping of the commandments of God, as God wants it to be kept. <clears throat> I cannot find the quote now. I've uh, been looking for it well, and why it says that God tests our fidelity to Him. When we say we love him, he wants to see how we love him by putting us in close contact with our fellow human beings, first from the family. That is why the commandment, the second table of the law begins with the family, honor thy father and thy mother, as we have been seen in our high calling. That's why you begin to do that service first and God watches you, catches your motives, sees how you are murmuring and sees how you are complaining when you are told to do certain things. And he says, "You. He are saying you love me. You don't love me if you don't love your parents. You don't love me if you don't love your brother. You don't love me if you don't. If you cannot die for another person, you don't really love me. Because in as much as you have done it to one of the least of this my brethren, you have done it unto me. May God help us that we live our lives unselfishly for humanity, because God has said so. Amen." Amen. And nothing else I want to share is with respect to the this time. Sometimes I lost in meditation when I think about what this time is fraught with. We read there in the we have there in the reading where it said that, um, as <clears throat> we read before, that the angels of God are holding back the winds of the earth. Sorry. we hear not the voices we see not with the natural sight the work of these angels but their hands are linked about the world and with sleepless vigilance they are keeping the armies of Satan at bay till the sealing of gospel shall be accomplished now watch the language it says that they are watching with sleepless vigilance for who? for me for you while I'm wasting that time, angels are being grieved that their unselfish service is not being appreciated. Do you want to appreciate the work of the angels? Then cooperate with them. Know that for your sake they are not sleeping. For your sake they are they are holding Satan back. For your sake they are uh, they are they are doing this work so that you can be sealed. For they want you to be sealed. They call you their brethren. In the book of Romans 8, it is said that the earnest that the earth is groaning, all creation they are groaning, for what they want God to come and change them, as he as He has promised that He is going to make all things new. But then, why are they groaning? We are the ones delaying them. The Bible have said that the earnest manifestation of the creature waited, earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestations of the sons of God. Let us. Leave out this and then we are going to see that the God will finish the work in a short time. Again, concerning our generation, it is written: When the souls of those who have been who have been beheaded for Christ's sake in Revelation chapter six were telling God, that "How long, Lord, will you come to judge? Will you not judge the earth for their wickedness?" God told them, "Oh, rest a while until your fellow servants shall be killed in their manner." Who was God referring to? It is our generation. So we are holding back earth. From being renewed again number one we are holding back the judgments of those individuals who killed god's people we are holding back their judgments because we have not been uh, prepared and ready for translation made ready before christ will come another path again the ancients abraham and the rest of them they are waiting for the promise that god made to them in their graves that they are going to um, uh, receive the promise of inheritance We know that the Bible said Abraham never received that promise till he died. Jesus never received that promise till he went to heaven. And for him to receive that promise, he is waiting for the people of God to be sealed. Then the Father can now give him that kingdom. And he can come and take his subjects on. Abraham and all the faithful of ages, the Bible says in Hebrews 11, that they did not receive, they all died in faith, not receiving the promises. Because... God has prepared something better for us so that we, we, a day without us cannot be made perfect. If we do not, uh, if we do not live up to the calling that God is uh, you know, asking us to live up to by His grace, that promise will be delayed. Abraham and the rest of them, they are all waiting in the graves to receive that promise. And we are the key. I've mentioned three key events. Now, there are many of them, but I've mentioned three key events. The prophets and Abraham and the rest of them who live righteously, they are waiting for their promise the promise of inheritance and we are the ones delaying it those who have been beheaded those who have been um who have been blackmailed who have been their reputation has been scattered because of how faithful they stood for god they have been asking god how long will you judge the earth revelation 6 we are the ones still that uh, is holding back the judgment of this world from falling upon this world in terrible um wrath and again the earth itself and the Things that god created they are waiting groaning they want to be changed we are the ones restraining we are the ones holding back that God's out to not take place as god wants it if we give our whole hearts to this work the angels won't be happy because their work is not in vain the spirit of god would have done its work and the bible says he will cut short the work in righteousness it will not take very long may god help us that we'll see that this time this age is fraught with eternal consequences and we are the key that heaven is waiting for to use to unlock the mysteries that are still moving around this earth which even the world is noticing. May God help us. Amen. Our
1: Father and our God blessed be your name forever. Lord, oh, we thank you for this wonderful moment. These are golden moments where we are gathered together to study your word, words that make for peace. We've seen clearly that the reason why the world have some kind of peace at the moment is because you've commanded the angels to hold the four winds. And then you're looking forward to the ceiling of your children, Lord, be merciful unto us, O Lord, for we have failed many times. We have been given the baton to continue the race and run to the finish line, but it's like we are lagging. And sometimes it's, it's as if we are not even in any kind of race, and such indifference is a slap upon thy mercy and grace and the time, the extra time you've given us. Oh, we, it is our prayer tonight that we, you wake us up again and inspire us with fresh zeal and give us courage, fortitude and strength to finish, help us finish the work that you've started. And we want you to finish the work in us and help us finish the work out of us by giving the message to a world that has not heard. A lot of people have not even heard about the message. Empower your children all over the world to go with this message so that Jesus will come. This is our prayer through Christ our Lord.